Hello, this is Christian Piano, and welcome to your Resets Reflection. This week's reflection is on avoidance. A natural reaction to living the challenges of life. A coping mechanism, if you will. And so, perhaps not the easiest reflection to navigate, yet extremely rewarding, especially if you approach this reflection with a great deal of compassion and humanity towards yourself first and foremost, which will then have a domino effect on your compassion towards others. So avoidance is is something that can take all shapes and forms and sizes and can come and go and and one of the things about avoidance, and it's one of the reasons why I've chosen to speak to this topic today, is because it's something that every human being can relate to. And um, it's not something that's talked about very often in daily life. But if we don't take a moment out to reflect on various aspects of things we do, consciously or unconsciously, these are things that can actually halt, stall our growth process. And in life, we're naturally offered opportunities on a daily basis in small little bite-sized nuggets. And then there's those big opportunities that come along the way that offer us up an opportunity to grow. And what that looks like for each and every one of us will be different. And when speaking to people, you may find commonalities. So that said, if you just take a moment and reflect on what is it that is unfolding in your life or has unfolded in your life, something you're grappling with at present or something you've been challenged dealing with for months or even years, perhaps. So you could just take a moment and pause and reflect, what is it that I'm avoiding? Now, You could be avoiding having a particular conversation with yourself, with another person. You could be avoiding experiencing certain physical sensations. You could be avoiding opportunities that are coming your way. 
job opportunities, next phases in your own evolution. You could be avoiding experience certain emotions. There's many things that could be listed as an example, but I think you get my gist. And one of the things that avoidance has in common, no matter what it is that you may be avoiding or have been avoiding in your life right now, is that there's something about the situation that is uncomfortable, that may spur up anxiety just at the thought of it, may spur up fear. And when we are avoiding experiencing something uncomfortable as a coping mechanism, we reach for things that bring us comfort. <clears throat> Excuse me. So some of the things you can reach for to comfort yourself could be food, could be working, drugs, alcohol, sex, smoking of different substances, different medications. Travel can also be used as a way to avoid. So the list is long and it's usually quite personal, the shape and form it takes. But whatever it is you use to comfort yourself, it could even be exercise isn't necessarily bad or good, but it does create some relief and supports you in being with what is actually unfolding that's uncomfortable. So you can take a moment to think about your particular flavor and what it looks like for you when you go into avoidance mode. There's an expression in English that's quite known and used pretty often. It's putting our head in the sand. When we put our head in the sand, we don't see, we don't hear, we don't feel. It's like a closing off from taking a look at what it is that we're not facing. And often what keeps us from not facing something is fear or anxiety of the result of what would happen if I actually took a moment and took a look at this, whatever it is for you. Now, there is something to be said about timing is everything. And the way one goes about facing things is very important. So upon reflecting on what you may be avoiding or have been avoiding, you do want to keep in mind that timing is everything and the way you go about having a conversation with yourself or with somebody else 
to face what it is that's uncomfortable is of importance in the sense that if you're going to have a conversation with something or somebody regarding something that you're afraid of or brings about anxiety, before you go and have that conversation, you've been mulling it over in your mind. So it can be very helpful to set up the listening in the person you may be speaking to regarding whatever's present for you in having avoided this conversation forever how long you have been avoiding it. Because as long as we're avoiding something, we're living on top of it. And we're living on top of it doesn't mean something goes away. Just because we're not paying attention, just because our eyes are closed figuratively, our ears are closed figuratively. We're awake, but on another level, we're asleep. And this can unfold even within your relationship with yourself, being willing to take a look at certain aspects of your relationship with yourself. And when we're living on top of something and using different coping strategies to not face whatever it is we're avoiding, a great deal of tension is created. And that tension sucks up a lot of energy. And in this one life that we have to live, we get to choose on a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly, where we want to focus our energies. And giving oneself permission to take a look at something we've been avoiding or a conversation or a person or whatever that is for you. Although the avoidance may bring some temporary relief, and at times that's appropriate, in the long run, it actually exacerbates the situation. This can unfold in all sorts of situations from work to home and families, relationships of all kinds, friendships to lovers, to um, partners, children. It's like nobody's talking about the elephant in the room and things get swiped under the carpet. And one may even experience the thought, I just don't have time or the energy to face this right now. Well, to avoid something, you're going to need to put into action something that helps you survive moving through life, not allowing yourself, giving yourself permission, trusting yourself that in actuality, in facing whatever it is that you haven't been facing, is going to be a huge growth opportunity in you discovering how resilient you are, how the fears and anxieties around whatever it may be you're grappling with 
are in your mind, and the mind is future-oriented. So when it comes to body-mind well-being and your own growth process, it's extremely supportive to ground into your body. And grounding into your body will provide you the opportunity to connect inward. To breathe deeply, to move towards the discomforts. And this will support you in being with whatever it is that life is calling you to be with right now. So often, if you take a look at the word avoidance, you'll notice that there are different approaches to navigating avoidance. An approach as opposed to avoid as a verb. And approaching is necessary, but if we don't first give ourselves permission to be with how reality appears for us right now, and then take a moment to notice our own filters, our own perspectives, and how that is influencing how we're seeing a certain situation or experiencing a certain situation. And when you give yourself permission to be honest with yourself and really be in your body, then you'll be supporting yourself on slowly approaching and heading face on, not with a force, harsh force, but with a gentleness, a softness, and opening up and being vulnerable. And to do that, it starts with the self. Many people today are disconnected from their bodies. You can use your body and work out and in a particular sense, take care of your body because movement is healthy. You can eat well. You can take care of your muscular skeletal system. But underneath all of that, there are many layers of our own being and comes with that a really supportive approach to, I may have been avoiding experiencing my body, which is a way of experiencing yourself, being with yourself and your own experiences. And when you land in your body, there'll be an opportunity to tap into stillness that will provide an opening for clarity and reflection which will then support you in being with reality as is. And in being with reality as is, that will then naturally flow into you being supported from deep within to facing whatever it is that you've been avoiding. 
So you can try this on with people you feel safe with. You can try this on in conversation with yourself and explore this so that when you choose to take on some bigger situations you've been avoiding, you've had some practice. So take your time, no pressure, no rush. But hopefully after listening to this reflection, you'll give yourself permission to begin to take a look at what it is you've been avoiding it, how you've been avoiding, and how as much of a temporary relief as it may be, in the long run, it will serve you, it will serve others who you share in life with, if slowly you give yourself permission to actually have those conversations. Is the question isn't why the need for a coping mechanism? Coping mechanisms are a natural instinct that comes from the human mind to navigate challenges. So there's nothing wrong with a coping mechanism. They can prove quite fruitful. But what's important is that with time, you take a look at those coping mechanisms. You see what they're giving you, what they're keeping alive, and how they're preventing you from evolving and growing and moving back into a natural flow of life. So as always, I do hope that this reflection has been supportive of you in some shape or form. And I love to hear back from you and what resonated with you. Feel free to follow and share this reflection with anyone you think it may be supportive of. <laughs>